my wonderful friends. Welcome to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A. This is a show where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible. This is the show where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. My name is uh, Will Moala. I'm the pastor of the Paravista and Gawler Seminary Adventist Churches here in Adelaide. Thank you for joining us. We have a wonderful topic that I would, that we just can't wait to get into today. Our theme for this week is Jesus and the Spirit and discipleship. Jesus, the Spirit, and discipleship. And today, my co-host and I, we're going to look at the question, what is a disciple? What is a disciple? And so uh, today in the studio with myself is my co-host, uh, Pastor Joseph Matichich. Uh Pastor Joseph uh, is the Secretary of the Adventist Churches in South Australia, and uh, we are the regular uh, drive-time hosts on a Monday in uh, Adelaide. So welcome to have you back, uh, Pastor Joseph. Yeah, it's good to be here. I know that you were, um, you were out on some duties uh, in a state Yes. Uh, the other week or last week, actually. That's right. Yeah, I was uh, away for, for meetings uh, along with other church leaders from around Australia um, looking at, um, I guess, the, the Adventist schools across Australia and oh, okay. in particular trying to yeah cast a bit of a vision, look, looking ahead for the next you know, five to ten years or so, a bit of a direction for, for our schools across Australia. Was that, was that in New South Wales? That, or in, in Victoria, over in oh, Melbourne. Victoria. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Oh, lovely. Um, so, uh, I guess, so you did a bit of traveling over the. Yeah, did last that. Yeah, did that. Uh, that's why I uh, was away last week from, uh, from Faith FM. And, yeah. Um, yeah, that, that was last week. Yeah, I week. had, um, Pastor Ricardo. We were in the studio together last week. So, right, yeah. it was good to catch up with, uh, Pastor Ricardo, who was able to, um, share with us, um, last week as well. So good to have you back, uh, Pastor Joseph. And, um, looking forward to our, what we're going to look at at our, our topic. Our theme for this week, Jesus, the Spirit and Discipleship. You know, discipleship is a, it's a big part of, um, of Christianity and, and what Jesus has called us to, to do as believers. So I can't wait for us to really unpack it. And we're really just kicking off the week because the rest of our drive time, um, team are going to be picking up different aspects of, our, um, of this topic this week. Uh, so looking forward to, um, hearing you share in just a few moments, Pastor Joseph. So, um, we're going to just, uh, turn our attention to our World Watch segment. So this is a part of the show where we, yeah, we just want to look at some things that are happening out there on the World Wide Web and just things that, uh, that kind of pique our attention. So today's article that I want to just share with our listeners, uh, Pastor Joseph is, uh, article, um, that I just want to, um, just bring up just one moment here. Um, just talking about um, discipleship, I guess, um, the article is called Most Christians Don't Feel Adequate for Sharing Their Faith or Making Disciples. And this is off the uh, baptistnews.com uh, uh, website. And um, yeah, I thought it would be um, just uh, in line with what we're going to be talking about in just a few moments and for the rest of the week. And uh, just looking and skimming over the article, I couldn't help but think, Pastor Joseph, um, even though what we're going to share is pertaining, I guess, to the Baptist uh, faith denomination, but I think there are a lot of similarities uh, sure. across the board, yes. um, across the various churches. So, yeah, I just want to read maybe a, a couple of things that have struck out at me, um, Pastor Joseph. Yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts as well. So, yeah, so the article is, uh, most Christians uh, don't feel adequate for sharing their faith or making disciples. And this is... This article is posted on there, baptistnews.com. Um, 
back in January of uh, 22. And um, just want to read a, a few of the opening remarks. It says, quote, feelings of inadequacy or a case of the jitters seem to be keeping many Christians from sharing their faith with others, according to a new report by Barna Research. And it's quoted here saying, quote, not feeling qualified or equipped, 37%, Pastor Joseph, is the main barrier, end of quote, to faith sharing, along with disinterest in disciple making or a fear of not being good at it, of not having enough knowledge or being the wrong person for the job. And, uh, it's quoted here saying the confidence crisis is a core issue. Uh, the research, the research group said in an article about a project it conducted in partnership with the Navigators, a parachurch ministry. I'll just share a few statistics here, Joseph, and I would love to hear your thoughts. It says in the article, the new research also found that overall, 39% of Christians are not engaged in discipleship at all, while 20, 28% are fully engaged in discipleship community which the report defined as those discipling others and continuing to grow their faith by being discipled. Another 28% are in the, quote, only being discipled category. And 5% said they are exclusively involved in reaching out to others. And I'll just share a bit more here. It says researchers reported a direct correlation between involvement in a discipleship community and feelings of faith vitality. Those involved in the discipleship community, quote, also see a stronger connection between their spiritual life and their day-to-day life. About three in five strongly agree their relationship with Jesus impacts the way they live their life every day. So, Pastor Joseph, there's this article here on the Baptist News website talking about, uh, you know, Barna Research saying that, yeah, there, there seems to be a lot of Christians uh, within, you know, the Baptist faith group. And like I said, I think across the board, people don't feel comfortable sharing their faith. Mm-hmm. People feel inadequate. People don't feel that they are equipped, I guess, to, um, to be disciple makers, as it were. Um, yeah. Well, what do you think about that? Uh, do you see some of that, I guess, in your role? I mean, because you, you, you get to visit a lot of the churches here in South Australia. Do you see some of these, some of this, Crossover into, you know, particularly our faith group and in just Christianity in general. I have seen this uh, for quite a while, actually, William, particularly as I've met and mixed and as I uh, interact with, with, with church people, with church members. Yeah. Um, it, very similar to, to what this research is showing. That, that a lot of the people feel that they think, well, I'm not trained. Yeah, like you, Joseph. They say to me, "Yeah, I'm, I'm not trying. I, I, I haven't got a theology degree, for example, or I, I haven't done uh, studies like you have to train up as a pastor. So I, I, I don't really know how I can um, share yeah. share my faith with others. Um, so yeah, I, I have seen and heard, and probably you have a little bit over yeah. the years too, as um, fr- from you know, a lot of a lot of members, this this idea that they feel uh, inadequate um, or or ill equipped, as you as you pointed out there from the, the research there, where this research is is where people are admitting acknowledging this um, more than a third, you know that that's quite a significant quite a significant proportion really, yeah, um, and um, yeah now. Th- what when people say to me, oh, you know, I'm not trained like you," that's that's um, making an assumption that you need to have a certain qualification before you can share your faith, right, uh, William? That's 
you know, that's not the case. Yeah. Um, how soon can one share their faith? Well, as soon as they they have faith or right. as soon as they come to faith in Christ, as soon right. as they have experienced Christ in their life, um, you, you, you can share. Now, conversely, you, you can't share what you don't have. Right. You, you need to have that experience. That's true. That's true. Uh, you need to uh, have have you know have had an encounter with God, have um, experienced His power in your life, experienced His His forg- grace and His forgiveness, and you know he, the, the way He's changed your life and uh, come to believe in Him, and then and then there is though an element of um, understanding that God. Uh, wants us to follow, and we're going to talk a little bit more about this. This, yeah. this really leads into our, yeah, our topic uh, very much for today, and, and all of this week, really, um, where it talks about this this term discipleship. Now, we'll we'll un, we'll um, define that a little bit more, expand it on it, but um, clearly, what we've uh, what, what, what I'm wanting to simply outline here at this stage, though, is that um, um, yes, once you do come to yeah. Christ, then there is an expectation that you are to grow and uh, learn more. From him and from his word, yeah. and um, and then of course from his word, from the Bible, the, the, the Bible is uh, um, contains a lot of teachings that that God wants wants people to know to share. Yeah. Now this is probably where a lot of people think, oh, I don't know that I really uh, am feel equipped that I can explain the Bible well enough to somebody else, right? Um. And maybe that's where some of these uh, feelings of inadequacy are coming from here. Um, so, to a, to an extent, that could be fairly valid because it 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 does suggest that there is a need for for people to have some kind of um, uh, training, some some kind yeah. of um, learn something. Yeah, you know, that there are some tips. Um, that you would also be aware of that are important to keep in mind about how to go in sharing yeah. your faith and secondarily how to go and, and share about Christ yeah. and, and, and his teaching. Yeah. I remember when I first came into the church, um, Pastor Joseph, back in 2004, you know, so some, some years ago, and I remember surfing the internet and looking at all these various Bible colleges and there were a couple over over in the United States that I was really keen to go to. And I, I think that was just not something that someone said to me, Hey, you know to get you need to go get trained, but it was more like there was a growing desire in my heart to want to You wanted to want learn to learn. Life. And right. like I would yep. I guess part of my journey was I watched um a couple of um, evangelists, preachers, yes. people yes. who were, you know, you know, teaching these things. And so I think for me personally it just came from yeah, I want to do what they're doing. Yeah. I want to be able to share how, how they share. So it was almost like I, I saw, saw, I guess, modeled in some type of way. Yeah. Um, but just and, going and back. That's, yeah. And that's where I first met you, actually, at one of the, uh, <laughs> is that right? Yeah. 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 That's you, right. You ended up going to a, yeah. Over in North New South Wales. A, a yeah. small Bible, tra- yeah. uh, Bible worker training that's uh, correct. school. Um, and, um, yeah, here we are many years later. <laughs> On, on, so on, true, on the radio it? together, I reckon, in, in a different state. Yeah, so yeah, that's God. quite amazing. But you were going to say, yeah, I was just going to just quickly allude back to the article. Um, just just here in the article, it says, um, Barn, the Barna Group, you know, in their survey, it says, please select which item comes closest to describing why you're not discipling another person currently. So they had kind of like these uh, five um, highest responses. Thirty-seven percent don't think I'm qualified or equipped. 
which is why you were just talking about, Pastor Joseph. Yeah. 24%, no one has suggested it, hmm. slash asked me. And I, I kind of thought, what? You mean someone's come in the church and they've been sitting there or probably attending for a while and wow. no one really suggested discipleship. That that seems a bit strange because, you know, you and I know very well, Pastor Joseph, as, as pastors, uh, when someone is new or someone's recently baptized or someone is, we can just see that the spirit is moving and mm-hmm. they're all, you know, keen to get involved. We, we try and do our best to, to place them in some type of space where they can grow. So I found that quite interesting. Um, and a couple more of these statistics here. 22% said, just haven't thought about it. Yeah. And I guess towards the end of the article, it kind of suggests that as pastors and leaders, we should gently, it uses the word nudge people mm-hmm. to, hey, have you thought about doing this or that? And I think we kind of do that as leaders, I guess, across the board. But but to think that there are 22% of people in this Survey that just said they just never thought about it, which oh, yeah. is quite interesting. And yeah. then the last one was um, 3% said they had a bad experience in the past. Okay. Yep. So a variety of reasons on why, and obviously this is a US-based uh, uh, survey, barriers to making discipleship. And I think I was saying, I don't think it's just, just within the Baptist church. I mean, it's mm. all across the churches, um, various uh, stripes, you know, denominations. Well, William, it's interesting because... Um, sharing your faith in a sense is not easy, especially in this day and age. Yeah. Sharing the Christian faith in our Australian setting to, to our Australian community is not really that yeah. easy, right? That's right. Um, now, add to that a bit that, yeah, um, some people have the idea, well, I need to be trained. I, I'm, not, I'm not qualified. I'm not a, not a pastor, not a religious teacher. I, I, I wouldn't know what to say. And, and I think you alluded to a little bit here, some have had a bad experience. So because it may not that be easy, it's not that, you know, our society is not responsive to Christian yeah, faith being right. promoted. Yeah. And so if, if you've had, if you have said something to a friend or a colleague or a neighbor yeah. or a relative, and they have ignored or worse, you know, perhaps ridiculed you. Yeah. Well, you are you going to be keen yeah. to do it again yeah. uh, the next time soon? Not no, you're really. not. So <laughs> that's fair. So that that needs to be. The other thing I, I you were I got prompted on that when you were just sharing that is yeah. that um uh, we tend to become settled in our ways the longer we yeah. we sort so of true. are in a church setting, so and true. that that can be a bit of a danger because the longer you uh, are in a church setting and, and more involved there, you tend to have lesser interactions and connections exactly. and friends w- that are non-Christian Spot and not on. of your faith. Spot on. And so you lose that opportunity. Yep. But I, I think the what it needs to come down to is is this. And the, 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 I mean, the, there are a number of passages, but here's one that I think um, simplifies what faith sharing is. Um, and yes, uh, sometimes it, it can be hard and we might think, oh, you know, I need to do, have some more training. Well, at the end of the day, it actually comes down to this. And it's that story where Jesus healed a demoniac. Yeah. It's recorded in the Gospel of Mark, chapter five. Right. And, um, it, Healed the demoniac. He's a completely changed person, That's right. and he actually wants to wants to stay with Jesus. Yeah. Begs that he might stay with Jesus, and Jesus gives quite an interesting out response to him. Uh-huh. He didn't permit him. 
It says uh, in Mark five nineteen, didn't did not permit him to stay with Jesus, but uh, but he says to this man that's been healed, go home to your friends and tell them how much the Lord has done for you yeah. and how He has had mercy Amen. on you. That to me is essentially what faith yeah. sharing is. It is simply telling what God has done for you. Yeah. Anyone, anyone ultimately can, can, can do that. And, um, it is like exercise in our physical life. It's how we exercise our faith. Yeah. And I hope that we, as we start this conversation today on uh, what is a disciple and the rest of our faith FM drive time team, Pastor Joseph, that, that, yeah, there'll be listeners out there who are, uh, believers or, you know, people who, um, yeah, may have grown stale yeah. in their experience looking for that just to be revived as it were. And, you know, so, so hopefully there'll be something that, uh, our listeners out there can, can take and hopefully, um, take with them into their and, everyday lives. And maybe they can let us know, um, if they've had any opportunity to share, share their sure. faith. And look, this is part of the reason we do Faith FM. At the very name is we are wanting to share. Share the faith, aren't we? Yeah, faith, faith FM. That's what it's Amen. about. Um, give them, give them. Yeah, the, let's, our, yeah. Our, the phone number. <laughs> I was thinking the same them. thing. So if you're listening out there right now, and and we would love to hear from you. What's been your experience? Do you mm. feel what's been your discipleship journey like? And so, yeah, why don't you text us here in the studio zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one. We'd love to hear from you out there today. Uh, but what's been your experience when it comes to this idea of sharing your faith? Have you had a great experience? Did you have a bad experience? Um, we'd love to hear, uh, from, from each of you out there, uh, today that's listening. 04888808811. So that's our World Watch segment and we try to just, uh, share a bit on, on that, uh, each time we, um, uh, on the show, uh, each, each day and each week. So we're going to, um, go to some music in just a few minutes. But before we do, we always like to, um, uh, promote our free book offer. And our free book offer for today is a book called The Invitation. Uh, true stories that will change your life by an author by the name of, I, I believe it's Alejandro Bulon. I hope I'm doing that right. And so Alejandro, I think, I'm pretty sure it's Alejandro because it's a J, but I believe it's silent. I right? believe you're right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, um, he was born in Peru and he's worked for more than 40 years in South America. You know what, Pastor Joseph? I was literally just a little while ago, I was reading an article of these, you know, um, Famous preachers, evangelists, and I forgot what website was, but this guy's name, like, literally was on it. Yeah. And he had, apparently when he was younger, he had dreamed that he would preach to a stadiums uh, filled with people, and, and it, it happened. He, he speak, you know, in South America, like, I didn't really know who he was, but in South America, this man has won thousands of people to the Lord. Yeah. So yeah. as soon as Incredible. I saw that name come up for our free book offer, free book offer, I said, oh, that's the same, same yeah. fella. So he's born in Peru, worked for more than 40 years in South America, presently lives in Brazil, and he has a great passion for public evangelism and preaching, communicating the gospel by radio, TV, and, and internet. Tens of thousands of people have attended his public conferences mm. and millions have benefited from his ministry. If you would like a free copy, please text us here in the studio. Uh, the code word, let me give you the code word in just a, a tick. The code is, not code word, the code <laughs> is <laughs> SA71. Mm. SA71, and you need to text that code to zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one. And when you do, our friendly bot will get in touch with you, get your details, 
and we'll get that book out to you as soon as possible. So please, please, um, please uh, call us here, text us here in the studio, and we'd like to uh, get that book off to you as soon as possible. So please don't go away. We're going to some music. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to Faith FM Drive Time. Big Q&A.
Welcome back. You're listening to Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A with myself, Pastor Will Mawala. My co-host today in the studio is Pastor Joseph Matichich. He's the Secretary of the Adventist Churches in South Australia. If you've just tuned in, we are looking at our theme. We're just about to open up our conversation of our brand new theme for this week. Um, what is it? Uh, sorry, that's tomorrow's. <laughs> the theme this week is actually Jesus the Spirit and discipleship. So that's the theme that we're starting today that's going to run through the rest of the week. And our topic that Joseph and I are going to look at today is what is a disciple? So, uh, Pastor Joseph, why don't you walk us through, uh, this, this idea of discipleship and, um, yeah, talk to our listeners out there about this thing that Jesus calls us to as believers. Thank you. So, yeah, discipleship is a term. It, it's a, it's a fairly, um uh, Christian term, a term term that's used um with within the church. And um why are we looking at it? William now um part of the reason we're looking at it is because this is the theme uh for not um just for us to talk about here, but um in the Adventist Church yeah. this week, um all over well, all over the world yeah. is what's called the week of prayer. Correct. Uh, this this week is the week of prayer. Now, what is a week of prayer? Well, you 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 have um, you'd be familiar with the week yes. of prayer in the Adventist Church, wouldn't you? Yep. Uh, ha, ha, what, what's it all about? So basically, I think um, it's the a week on the calendar where all churches across the world within the Seventh Adventist mm. Church are encouraged to spend that week um, in in. Basically, in a week where we're emphasizing the idea of prayer and uh, how it pertains to our personal lives, how it pertains to the church. So over the years, um, our world church, they will distribute literature that kind of um, to help churches kind of get a, a sense of, of what they're trying to communicate. So we, we're trying to maybe unpack some of those ideas today. Exactly. But really, it's really a time to just for churches say, hey, prayer is important. And I think for all churches, um, um, we all know that prayer is important, but it's really that week where within our faith context, within our faith group, the Adventist Church, uh, our, our leaders were saying across the board to all church, hey, this week, make prayer, make uh, spending time with God uh, an emphasis in your local church. So some churches do it differently. Sometimes they gather together in a local church in, in person and they and read these uh, readings for the week. Um Obviously, now with uh, Zoom and other technologies, there's different ways to go about it. But the emphasis is definitely on this idea of of yep. connecting with God and, and ultimately with one another. Exactly right. And um, our our well known um, host, Pastor Gary Hodgkin, yes, uh, on Drive Time, uh, Pastor Gary, we know him well. He 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 actually is uh, facilitating a Zoom. Prayer meeting, yes, uh, for, for on week of prayer. Now, uh, not just Pastor Hodgkin, but uh, Adventist churches. Now, yeah, if if you're out there listening, and um, yeah, this coming week, uh, during the week, contact. You know, I urge you contact your local Adventist church uh, because this coming week they'll they'll be working through their um, uh, a set of readings. As as William just mentioned here, we we have these every year at this week of prayer. There is a a, a theme. 
yes, uh, 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 some biblical theme that is uh, the the I guess the the focus for the week of prayer. Yes, um, and um, it, it's it's just an extra opportunity to come together, as you said, to, to focus on prayer. And this this year's week of prayer theme is growing disciples. So. Uh, we're going to be looking at that all this week here on Drive Time, this theme of Week of Prayer on, on this topic, Growing Disciples. And today in particular, we're going to be asking, well, what do we mean by the word disciple? Yeah. And secondly, how do we grow as a disciple? So that's essentially where we're going today. First of all, what then is, is a disciple? Now, I wanted to start off by ta- reading from Mark chapter 3. Mark chapter 3. And um, uh, verse 13, it tells us that Jesus went up on the mountain and called to him those whom he desired, and they came to him. And he appointed twelve, whom he also named apostles, so that they might be with him and he might send them out to preach. And then he goes on and says, and to have authority to cast out demons, he appointed the twelve, and then he lists them, Simon, James, the son of Zebedee, uh, John, the brother of James, etc. So what's this list? Who are these people? These were the, what we know as the twelve disciples of Jesus. Right. Um, we know that um, when Jesus was here on this earth, he chose a group of people, a small group, to, to, to be with him, known as the 12 disciples. And uh, we, we have um, throughout the Gospels um, quite a few references to these, uh, to these 12 disciples of Jesus. What is a disciple? Well, uh, the word itself uh, simply means, uh, well, when we initially think of a disciple, we would think of someone who's a, um, a student, or, yeah. or a follower, or a learner, and that that gives us an, a sense of what what the word uh, what what the word means. Um, the 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 word disciple um, is 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 it more than just a more than just a, a student or a follower or a learner, Willem? Though um, there's a little bit more to it there. Um, yes, the con- this, yes, it has very much the connotation of of learning, right? But it's it's got to be seen in its you know um, setting here of Jesus calling disciples. Remember these disciples? How do they often refer to Jesus? They they, they call him Rabbi. They call or, him Rabbi. Yeah. Now, what's a Rabbi? I think a Rabbi is like like a teacher, basically. Yeah, yeah essentially. Okay, so we, we've got this. Um, Picture then, don't we, of a teacher with students? Yeah. Uh, not so much in our current school setting where you've got a teacher at yeah. the front of a class <laughs> and kids sitting at a desk. If you know what I mean. Uh, this is this is a little bit different, and and th- there's a hint here. Now, let me just see if you can pick the hint from verse 13 again. Uh, sorry, it's in verse 14 when Jesus uh, appointed the twelve. It says here in verse 14 that they might be with him. Right. Okay. There's a hint there. So the hint there that it's pointing to is, unlike a teacher-student today, this is where there was a teacher, and that, and then he had these students, these people that he called, right? 
and we know that he called. How? Be- how? Well, uh, in a number of places, we read how Jesus came across these fishermen and that they're fishing, and he says, come, follow me, and I yeah, will make, make you, you fish. fishers of men. Yeah, Notice this? Uh, d- discipleship, being a disciple, is responding to a call. Right. And the the call is from the, the master teacher. It is Jesus. He is the rabbi who's calling people. And what's he calling? Calling them to to follow him. Mm. And he's he, these people are ordinary people, come from doing various backgrounds, various roles. In this case, the, many of them were, were, were basic fishermen. And he says, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. In other words, he was going to teach them to not, to, uh, to be able to be involved in reaching other people. Right. Get that? He's taking them from where they are, whatever ordinarily they were doing, to be able to go and reach other people to, to know about Jesus himself. Okay. So, so, so could you, could you say, Joseph, that initially, I guess, perhaps in Jesus's, what you just read in the gospel, that a disciple there was really someone who was almost like took on the the role almost uh, as a learner, someone who was there to That's learn right. and and see the rabbi in this case Jesus. Mm. They were to see Jesus and spend time with him. It was it was almost like an experiential type learning, like you said. You know, school systems today there is it's a textbook and there's a lot of you know jug mug type of scenario where the teacher will just. Kind of, you know, just just kind of pour into the lives of the students. Well, in some way, that's what was like was with Jesus and his disciples. But but very much they were. It was wasn't just static in some classroom or something. No, very much they like you said. You emphasize they went everywhere with him. Mm. So they would have seen him. They would have listened to him, and there was a lot of learning, I guess, for them. Spot yeah. on. Spot exactly. That that's that's a crucial point. And let me again read here. It, it, just that short phrase. Mark chapter three verse fourteen says that Jesus appointed these twelve so that they might be with yeah. him. Okay, I want to stress that. What is it that they might, might be, be with him? With him and and William. They were. Yeah. They were. They 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 literally spent time uh, doing everything with Jesus. They, they, they left their professions, they left their homes, and they joined this rabbi, master, teacher, leader, and they, they literally began following him and, and, and you know, were with him yeah. everywhere he went. Everything he did, they followed, they, they, they observed. Yep. Very experiential, exactly right. And, um, and they spent three and a half years, we know, yeah. with, with Jesus. So... That is a disciple. What were they doing? They were spending time with him, learning, learning from him, and they were really, yeah. You know, Jesus, Jesus came to, to, as we know, to seek and to save that which was lost. The Bible tells yeah. us Jesus came to give his life. He he came and he died on the cross. Jesus came to teach about his heavenly Father to reveal God. Right? Yeah. And um, now here's here's where it kind of gets a bit exciting. Um, Jesus. Um, Jesus could have done that with a flash of glory. He could have, <laughs> he could have had, had an angel blaze a message across the sky. No, he actually becomes like one of us. Yeah. Now get this. He, he comes and he teaches and, and shares the, the, the principles of his kingdom. 
kingdom. Yes, he comes and gives his life, but he chooses a group of people that are going to uh, learn his teaching and going to carry on his work, and he entrusts the work to that group to continue it on. So his disciples are the ones that have learned from him to continue to the work of Jesus. Yeah. Um, that's that's quite remarkable. Yeah, uh, they're the ones that are that are going to be tasked to to do his work after they spent the time with him. Right? right. Yeah. So, I guess what I'm hearing is as well, Joseph is, I guess Jesus's model of discipleship was one very much of of it was almost like a um, uh, it was learning it was on the job in in a sense. Exactly. It wasn't. That's a good, I guess that's, it wasn't necessarily a lot theoretical. It was no. more. They were watching Jesus in action. That's that's spot on yeah. correct. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, almost a bit like an apprenticeship these days. Yeah, uh, a bit like an apprenticeship, but in a in a deeper, uh, in a much deeper, de- deeper sense. And um, that that already is going to be explaining to us how does one become a disciple, right? Um, because that, that now, well, let, let's uh, let, let's consider this. Jesus calls these. He called those twelve to be with him, okay. But it, the, and here's the thing for us today, William, and that is that Jesus is still calling people today to be his disciples. That's right. He's calling. He's, and I don't know who might be out there now. Um, it, I don't know if you haven't responded. Maybe you've heard about Jesus. Maybe you're, you're tuning in and, and whatever else. Well, Jesus is calling you to be, yeah. you know, here on Faith FM, we're, we're here calling people to be his disciples. That's right. Um, why? Because when Jesus had spent three and a half years with his disciples, he said something significant. Uh, the great words, we know them as the Great Commission. Great Commission. Matthew 28. Yes. Matthew chapter 28, verses 19 and 20. And these, these are some of the last words he said before he left this earth. And what was it? He said to his disciples, he said, All authority is given to me, therefore go and make, make, disciples. make disciples. Oh, hang yeah. on a minute. He's just said that to his disciples. And what's he telling them to do? He's telling his disciples to go make other disciples. So a disciple is not only one who's, who is a learner, a pupil, a teacher from the teacher, from, yeah. but who's to go on to teach others. Teach others yeah. A disciple is someone who disciples others. others. And... Um, that that is where you and I come into it, which kind of comes back to our article at the top of the show, where some people are a bit reluctant to share their faith. Uh, could it be part of it is exactly what you're saying, Joseph? Is recognizing that for believers that yes, we are meant to be followers of Jesus, but then at some point we God in, in invites us to lead others to follow Christ, Son. and we become. I guess it's a multiplying effect. Um, so discipleship is it's much more than just what you read in the book. And sometimes we can kind of say, well, discipleship is this, you know, read this and, you know, watch this. But at the end of the day, you've yeah. got to see it in action. Absolutely. And and it's, it's like the analogy of, let's say, a, a, an apprentice, a tradie, an apprentice who's who's you know reading the book about how, how to how you know how to do how to how to build something or whatever else and he's reading a book or he's watching a clip or whatever but he never actually um <laughs> gets his hands into it what's right. the point of that you'd, you'd never be able to do the job 
Yeah. And that's exactly what we're saying here. So a disciple is not just learning about Jesus, but it's also then putting it into practice by sharing that with, with others and, and passing it on. Right. Hey, Pastor Joseph, love what you're saying. We're going to have to just go to a, a quick break right now. But we uh, just want to uh, just uh, promote our free book offer one more time. Um, for you listeners out there, we really value you and we want to put some resources in your hand this week. So our free book offer is The Invitation, True Stories That Will Change Your Life. And it is by pastor and evangelist um, Alejandro Bullon. He lives in South America in Brazil. He has won millions to the Lord. And uh, we would love to give you a free copy of that book. If you would like a free copy, please text the code the code here uh, to SA71 uh, to our studio number 0488-80811. And our friendly bot will get in touch with you, get your details in. We'll get that book out to you as soon as possible. So once again, uh, the invitation, true stories will change your life. Uh, code SA71 to 048 We're going to go to some music. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to Faith FM, uh, Drive Time, uh, big Q&A. We can always run 
That was Jesus Strong and Kind by City of Light. You're listening to Faith FM Drive Time, Big Q&A. If you've just joined us, we are just going through our theme for this uh, week, Jesus, the Spirit and Discipleship. And today, Pastor Joseph and I have been looking at the question, what is a disciple? We've just been unpacking the Gospel of Mark, the third chapter, looking at uh, some verses there. So, Joseph, walk us through. Uh, we've got a few minutes to go in our program today. Um, is there anything else you can share? Oh, by the way, before we get to it, we want to thank a couple of people who have texted us here in the studio. We want to uh, big shout out to Marilyn, who's um, uh, listening out there. We thank you for listening in today. And also to Margie, we thank you for her message that she has just sent into that studio. So encouraging to hear her words and how she's using uh, the literature to uh, to spread um, this good news of Jesus Christ to her community. So we thank you, Margie. We know that you're... Um, a regular listener, we just praise God for um, what you're doing up there. So thank you so much. Uh, Pastor Joseph, in a few minutes we have, um, walk us through, is there more about this idea of discipleship that you want to share with our listeners today? Yeah, so I just wanted to, again, uh, reiterate the point, William, that uh, any, anyone out there can be a disciple yeah. of Jesus. Amen. Jesus didn't just call the original 12 2,000 years ago. Anyone who hears Jesus today, anyone who wants, you know, hears this message, anyone who's tuned in, anyone who wants to, to respond to the good news yeah. of Jesus and, and wants to follow him can become his disciple. And William, there is no, and I actually shared a little bit about this. I, I, I preached on this, uh, on Saturday. Okay. Um, when I preached because I, yeah, we, we were launching this kind of theme in, in the congregation and I, I made the point. That is that there is no higher calling than to be a disciple of right. Jesus. Yep. It's a privilege, and it's also a responsibility. Yeah. So two sides beautiful. of the coin. Two sides of the coin. Privilege to be uh, to be a disciple of His to be to, to, to this, but it's a responsibility because we are tasked then to uh, to live like Him, to represent Him. Yeah. And um, and so yeah, a disciple is now William. A disciple is more than just a follower. Because uh, you know, lots of people are followers, follow things. You, know, you yeah. follow things on Facebook. You, you, know, you see what I mean? You follow things online. Mm-hmm. Um, you, I think of um, fans, uh, sporting fans. They, they follow a team, yeah. right? And when your team's doing great, you, you're an enthusiastic supporter of the team and you, know, you, you cheer for them. When they haven't won at all and at the bottom of the table, yeah. um, you go a bit <laughs> quiet, right? That's, a- that, that's the fickleness of, of sports fans. Yeah. And sometimes... Um, some Christians are, you know, like uh, like those fans. Right. But you see, discipleship shows that there's a difference between being a, uh, you know, just a fickle uh, fickle follower who, who goes up and down, and someone who's really committed to it. And um, this is this is the distinction. This is a distinction, and this is a dis- distinction we need to understand. When Jesus called those people, he called them to be with him, and ultimately, to, ultimately, they gave their lives. Yeah. In, in following Jesus, in being his disciples. Yep. That's the ultimate. That's the ultimate, you yep. see? And so a disciple is someone who is a fully devoted follower of Jesus. Yep. And the, the, the other thing here that we, as we make perfectly clear when we're talking about what is discipleship, a disciple is someone who's becoming like Jesus more and more Every day, who's becoming like Jesus, more like Jesus in every way. Wow! All right, and we get that from Ephesians chapter four and verse fifteen. 
becoming more like Jesus every day? How long does that take? Well, wow. wow. I, I think of um, uh, you know, where it says in Second Peter chapter three and verse eighteen, where it says, "But grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ." Right. We are to grow in that. When do we stop growing in that? In a sense, never. Never. So, being a disciple is a lifelong process. Right. We so that you know there are some, William who have been disciples for many years. There are some who have just started on that journey. Yeah. Doesn't matter. The point is if we whether we've responded to that and we are we are we're growing in that. And um and so how does one grow? Well, it's interesting um we can we can learn again. We we grow by spending time with Jesus. That's right. Um we do that through um reading his word. And that's where we learn what Jesus what Jesus is like. You know, we we, we see how he acted, how how he, you know, as, as we spend time with him, uh, we we get to to learn from him. We through reading and reflecting on the Bible, talking to and listening to God, spending time in nature, resting on the Sabbath, cultivating gratitude. All of these kinds of things, we're learning habits of thinking, believing, and doing that develop trust and faith in Jesus. Yeah, and um. Like the original disciples, our time with Jesus results in our being changed into his likeness. We become like him. Um, so, uh, how do we grow? Well, a couple of key passages. And it's interesting, William, the, the Bible, the Bible actually uses the, uh, the term disciple to refer to a true follower of Jesus more than he does the term a member. Right, you know, we, we, these days we have membership. You know, church, you know, being a church member. Well, it's interesting. Um, you, you can you can be a member of anything, really. It, it's yeah. just having your name on a book, almost, uh, or some, you know, on some role. Um, that doesn't have to have any uh, have any real meaning. But that's not the picture that the Bible has of what a disciple is. Yeah. It's someone who's spending time daily with God, who's becoming like him, and who's who's wanting to share that with others. And I say that because of uh, some of these key passages I want to share. John chapter 8, uh, John chapter 8, and notice we're looking at what does it mean to be a disciple? How do we grow as a disciple? John chapter 8, verse 31, Jesus said to the Jews who believed in him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples. Yeah. If you abide in my word. His word. Okay. How, what is a disciple and how do we grow as a disciple? By abiding in the word, the word of, of God. God. In the word of God and spending time in scripture. Um, and it means that we are going to be uh, following and obeying the word of God. Um, so that, that's one way even to test whether someone's a, a true disciple. Is, is their life and is what they teach and, and proclaim, is it in line with, in line with what, the what the Bible uh, teaches and explains? Then there's another one, Luke 14. Now, this is uh, quite a confronting passage, uh, William. Great crowds, it says here from verse 25, Luke 14, verse 25. Great crowds uh, followed Jesus, and he turned and he said to them, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, yes, even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoa. Wow. Now, that, that kind of sounds, yeah, kind of sounds really kind of confronting. But what Jesus is addressing here is priorities. And it is, it is ultimately this. He says, if, 
a disciple, you cannot be my disciple if you have any other higher priorities in your life than me. Right. And he goes on, whoever does not bear his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. People who were going to a crucifixion, they're the ones that carried the cross. Jesus, you know, remember they put the cross on him. He was going to yep. die. In other words, we, we, we've got to be willing that we die to everything else, commit our lives to God to be his to be His. I like the way the disciple. one paraphrase of that passage puts it. It says here, Joseph, anyone who comes to me but refuses to let go of father, mother, spouse, children, brothers, sisters, yes, even one's own self, can't be my disciple. So it's a paraphrase, but doesn't use the word hate because it kind of in, kind of gives the impression that God, yeah. God, to be a disciple, you need to hate your parents. Different you need to hate your family. That's not it? what it's saying. Is I love what you said. The, the the message is priority. Absolutely. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And so, uh, what we find here is to to be a disciple means that Jesus is the top priority. So, um, to grow as a disciple, grow, spend grow spend time with Him. We, we've got to be following and teaching and believing and what what. It aligns with the, the the word of God, the Bible. It also means that he is to have our top. He is to be our top priority. Right. You're getting the idea. Yeah. This is not just someone who, at one point, um, gave their life to Jesus, um, joins yeah. a church, has their membership there, and you know, tens that's occasionally. <laughs> that that's it. Not at all. This this is a lifelong journey yep. of becoming more like Jesus in every way. Right. And to conclude, to be a disciple, it's a great privilege and it's our responsibility. And I just want to say to anyone out there, Jesus is calling you today, today, as his disciple. Why not answer that call? Because when he see because he sees in you not what you are now, but what you can become by the grace of God. Absolutely. May God bless us all. Thank you so much, Pastor Joseph. Look, um, love what you're sharing. And for our listeners out there, we're going to continue this theme of Jesus, Spirit, and Discipleship for the rest of this week. So please, we hope that you can tune in uh, each time uh, with us today on our show this week. Our time's up for today. For so Tomorrow we have a special guest, special guests, plural. We've got Gary uh, Gary Hodgkin, obviously, um, here in the studio. But our co-host uh, is the Adventist World Radio Vice President, um, he is actually flown in overseas just to spend a bit of time here with us. He'll be in the studio tomorrow along with Michael Engelbrett as well. And so they'll be looking at the topic, what does it mean to live as a disciple? And so we hope that you'll be able to tune in uh, tomorrow. And so before we leave, we just want to leave you with the words of Jesus. He tells us in the Gospel of John, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. May God richly bless you. We'll see you next time.